Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What's up? Adam Nutter here. How are you? That was really gay of me to do that right now. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, you guys know the Porcupine. Yay. Uh, go droptent.com slash store. Go buy shirts. Go buy shirts now. Go buy them. Uh, the cult shirts are selling. The porcupine shirts are selling. We got we got new stuff up in the. If I was professional, I would have this pulled up already. Nope, that's just my own order. Fuck it, it's fine. Go to the store. <laughs> Go to the store. Buy your porcupine shirts. Buy your cult of us shirts. Um, come see me do stand up on the road. Uh, the Florida thing sold out. Can't come to that now. That's gone. So uh, I'll be in Florida next month. Um, but the thirtieth, September thirtieth, uh, in Horsham, Pennsylvania, I'll be at the. I think it's fucked showcase. Technically it's called the FKD showcase Uh, coming out to that. I think tickets are still available to that one. I'll put them on the website though. I'm pretty sure they're still available. So come out to that. Uh, Follow me at admin on Instagram for all my other show dates. I post all that shit and uh, the new Twitter uh, at tattooed comic because other one's gone forever. (laughs) That shit ain't coming back unless Papa Elon saves us all, which I don't see that coming. So go follow at tattooed comic. Uh, All right. It's enough for me. Um, guys, my guests today are is from you guys know him from Tower Power Hour and No Way Jose, Mr. Jose Garrison, and uh, from Liberty Layton, as you guys know him, Outlaw Thoughts Podcast. Layton Rounder, everybody. I know it's supposed to be top, but he had a uh, cancel last minute. But to after that to- great thumbnail, I know, right? <laughs> uh, that you made. I know it's a bummer. We'll get him back on, and I'll use the thumbnail again. <laughs> but uh, I did shave my beard too close to my face, and every time I do that, top goes. You look like Freddie Mercury, but gayer. So. A little head nod to Top for not being here. I got you. Don't worry. Um, gentlemen, thanks for coming on. Oh, no problem. Happy to be here. Um, as, uh, I, as I put this comment up before, Figs will not be on tonight, Tyler. Sorry. <laughs> That's an inside joke from Tower Power. Um, I want to apologize guys- for my mean and truthful comments <laughs> I made about, about Figs. He's a nice guy. Stop it. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Um, did you guys see the Biden speech? Or the Biden not speech? The Biden um, interview? Interview? I have not. I keep seeing clips of that. I haven't really had a chance to check it out. Twitter's been fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you see it? Parts of it. What What, what do you think about the? Uh, he said the pandemic's over, guys. I don't know if you heard. Yes, yeah, <laughs> The pandemic's over. What do you think? What do you think about like, <coughs> when you heard it? Just regular bullshit. That, I think the one clip I saw from that was him forgetting where he was again when he was got done giving the speech, and that was the funniest thing I saw from it. That was he funny. Turned also, around again like a retard, not knowing where he was. Yeah. Also, he uh, he was he was like my 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 age is like a fly. What does that even mean? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Before. Flies live twenty four hours. I think yes. he's giving a Kennedy assassination plot doctrine there. He's he's saying it's gonna happen before it happens. That was wild. Uh, it's so obvious how he's like not in control of anything. <laughs> it's just blatantly obvious every interview he does he's like keeps looking at somebody he's like yeah the pandemic's over (laughs) (laughs) it should never look the president at one point like at at any given moment he looks like he's ready to look at the guy next to him and go sup (laughs) that is that is the demeanor he gives off (laughs) yeah it's it's wildly bad (laughs) it's wildly bad but i don't know I don't know. Like, where do we go from here? It's like it's like it just keeps getting worse and worse. And then like, so the dog park in my neighborhood, uh, it's 
Uh, it's essentially just a stronghold for dumb uh, progressive cucks. That's every and, dog uh, park. Yeah, that's fair. And it's like a social club just for them to get together and, and say retarded shit back and forth to each other. And every time I go there, it's just always like just a parroting of whatever they heard on CNN the other day. <laughs> and it gets worse. We're like, even in my own neighborhood, I can walk around and um, there's Ukraine fucking propaganda all over the place. And uh, this is how much they just don't care and just do what they're told to do. In the window of one of the homes is a Ukrainian flag when it's upside down. Like, they don't even care enough to, like, know which way to put the flag the right way. They just know that that's what they're supposed to do. We have an auto body place in this town. Now, mind you, I live in a town with 2,000 people. So, it's just, most of us are Republicans because it's a fairly right-leaning state. And it's, it's, it's funny to see the... Uh, the anti-Biden uh, stickers everywhere and anti-Biden stuff on people's houses. And then there's like this one auto body place that had a wood, like, you know, chipboard plank that they painted with the Ukrainian flag colors. And for two weeks, it was upside down because somebody just walked by and flipped it. And they never noticed. They just <laughs> left it there for two weeks. Upside yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. It's 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 fucking wild, dude. It's like it's like it goes so deep into like just everything now. Like literally everything is just fucking Ukraine. Uh, economy's great. Gas is going down. It's like it's not. It's still like three eighty. <laughs> it's still fucking high. Like I, I don't know, dude. It's just I'm getting sick of it. And then all the um, you guys saw the the, the teacher with the giant tits. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that is something else. <laughs> Do you like, think that person's a troll? Like honestly, no. there's no way. It'd be a great fucking troll. Yeah, but dude, there's no way. It's real out. The only reason I'm saying that is because it's so outrageous. Like, it's so over the top. You almost want to go, is this one, is this going to be the one person who's fucking around and just trying to make a, like, YouTube video or article? Well, they already released some stuff from the school, I believe. So I think it's legit. Yes. I don't know. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I don't support it, but I also, like, Kind of fucking care. I don't know. I saw that I chuckled. I moved on. Yeah, th that one was just like, uh, <laughs> look at this fucking whack job. Like, it's not yeah. like that. I mean, as far as I know, it's a dude. I mean, I mean yeah. whatever. They, they identify whatever the fuck they are. So like, whatever. It's a whatever. Like, like um, I, I, I don't think they were, like, espousing, like, sexual things to the kids or anything like that. But it's like, that's the fucking... That's in public schools. <laughs> like it was Canada, though, wasn't it? I oh, mean, was yeah. Canada? I thought it was. I he so, oh, yeah. well, Canada so is fucking, fucking cares? trash. Yeah. Yeah, who the she's fuck? Not is espousing Canada? anything sexual. She's just espousing some gigantic <laughs> cans out the front of her chest. <laughs> it's fucking what? It, it really has. We have really come from like a far cry, though. From like when I was in school, I went to public school for like a little bit. I went to Catholic high school, but uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe my my perception was different as a kid because like you're not thinking of that shit. But I don't remember any teacher being like wildly outrageous like like the like the, the teacher that we would like was out there back then was like a, a chick that were like a teacher that like wore a skirt all year round it was like a little higher than the other teachers and like put like we're gonna watch a movie today we're like whoa yeah like fucking star wars or whatever like now it's just like like every I feel like every public school teacher that you see is just like out there to do the bidding of whatever the fuck agenda they're pushing must suck to not be in Florida, guys, right? <laughs> like, I, mean, I hear you guys bitching and complaining. I'm like, this is... I just see the schools. occasional dilapidated Trump sign, and that's about all I see. <laughs> here, here in Alaska, politics is kind of a, an afterthought in most things, like, culturally, I think. Also, because, like, 
from a state to fed perspective, the state just cucks to the feds. And so like the only real political thing anybody in the state cares about is the natural resource argument, which the vast majority of people aren't having. So it just doesn't like enter people's lives. And so they just all pay attention to the same national shit. But because we have such a huge like Republican like population, I just don't see there's no like protests or signage or like even at the height of the BLM protest mad shit that was going on, there wasn't a single protest that I really ever saw that happened here. Is, is Alaska a red state? Yeah, for okay, the most I, part. I, I know it's there's... a mix. But it is red predominantly. I know there's a lot of reservations and there's a lot of like, you know, alcohol problems and stuff like that. So that leads to typical welfare state type stuff. Mm -hmm. So if I just had to make an assumption based on that, I would assume blue. But then also just the normal rural people would make it red. red. So, yeah. It's Uh, a good hosh posh. And that's why we have like the open voting and things like that. Like you don't have to have prescribed parties. You can just enter the ballot. It's really easy here. That's why the Libertarian Party always has some position in the voting here because they always can be on the ballot. They're always going to be there. There's always are, somebody running. Are the cities there? I know there's only like three of them, but are the cities there? Blue well, is my proxy of, of What of do we consider a city? A city? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I said the three, I think. City, the largest city is Anchorage and Fairbanks. Anchorage has a population of like 300,000. Oh, that's actually, I mean... But I guess for a city, I mean, Staten Island alone has like 600,000 people. Right. <laughs> so. Right. And Anchorage is a little more spread out and things like that than most traditional cities. It's not like skyscrapers. and Right. But are, know, are, they, are they like left-leaning places? Majority a little or- more left-leaning, but most of the politics gets done in Juneau, which has a smaller population. And it really, there isn't a predominantly left city or a predominantly right city, even when you're in the quote-unquote right-leaning cities like anchorage i would say is more right-leaning to a tinge but uh fairbanks is definitely more left-leaning and they're the second largest city um but when you actually get into the politics in those cities it's much more mixed like it's like 50 percent here 25 percent here and you know kind of weird positions held um it's actually kind of refreshing because there's more conversations being had behind closed doors But when it comes to the state and the Fed being introduced, like them working together, that's when it becomes a shit show because the Democrats basically have control of that as far as it goes in this state. And um, so when the feds say you can't drill here, we can't drill there. And that's the thing that pisses me off. Um, Recently, that's brought me to investigating and going down a fucking rabbit hole. This guy named Joe Vogler. Um, who was a badass who used to live in the state who stood up to him back in the day and got killed. Um, but he was going to go speak to the UN and shit about getting rid of Alaska from the rest of the union and secession and all oh. that. Yeah, that would get you killed probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Iran, Iran, <laughs> Iran agreed to let the guy talk to the UN and like, poof, killed yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah well that, that that literally happened i mean Jose did a whole series on on the oklahoma cop <laughs> fucking no i messaged kill I himself messaged, <laughs> i messaged uh jose on twitter about the thing because i was like this is an interesting topic and hey, no one libertarians talk about him because he's like uh he founded the independence party in alaska but he helped to found the libertarian party here in alaska as um, well um what was the the dude's name? The gray state dude, Crowley. Yeah, 
no one ever talks about him either. I, I I know he always gets um like just talked about as being like ah he was a fucking like a, a domestic violence guy, but then like all apparently like that's not true either, and just like trying to discredit that guy. You see that shit all the fucking time. Again, the Oklahoma guy, that dude. Um, and they're always like crazy suicides. Like he shot himself thirty two times in the head. Crazy, right? It's like yeah, no, that is yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what's sad about the OKC? But... Yeah, there's so many of them. <laughs> There's what, a lot of people died just randomly. Like, what the fuck? What was the the couple, the the rich couple? Um, and they said they they were they hung themselves from like the arch ceiling in their mansion, but their hands were like tied behind their back with like a red handkerchief. This is like a few years ago. Like, oh, fuck, I man. I can't. Well, wasn't there a guy just there? recently who was found hung from a tree, shot twice with a shotgun, and they were like that, suicide. Though. That was an Epstein thing, I think. Yeah, that was the connection to that. Yeah, right? He ended up on some, like, somehow it wasn't on his property. It was on some other property of someone that's related to, like, the Clinton Foundation, which is like, okay, but, yeah. Mm. It's fucking crazy, dude. And But that's the thing is, like, as as much time as this happens, no one's ever been like, hey, like, no one of importance has ever, because I guess everybody's afraid to be the next guy (laughs) to fucking get shot 32 times in the head. But, like, it's just going to keep happening. That's the thing. Like, everything keeps happening, and we're all here being like, freedom, <laughs> whatever. That's why I'm more like, I'm more and more going with the Jose route, honestly. Like, fuck Hell it. Yeah. It's individual shit. Like, to worry about your family and fuck everything else because nothing's changing. And, like, I, I definitely am going to sound like a, a, a negative person right now with the whole liberty movement and the Libertarian Party and the Mises Caucus, stuff like that. But I don't know, dude. I like I, the two party system is so fucking strong. Everyone we just ran in Pennsylvania, like in the Libertarian Party, just got voted, like, got, got sued off the ballot. Oh, not everybody, but like uh, the, the people that Bucks County ran, where I'm from, uh, live right now, they just got sued off the ballot, like easily. Like Fitzpatrick just came, Brian Fitzpatrick, he just, uh, yeah, uh, for the sore loser law, whatever the fuck it's called, just yeah. sued right off and they're gone. That's it. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, like, That's what do unfortunate. you do? <laughs> like, so I'm more with the yeah, fucking make money, do your own thing, and just fucking. I am. I get it. I totally get it, Jose. Like I, I'm just behind the curve. I think. <laughs> on your power right and influence, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Especially I, like, my job. I'm sorry, Lane. Go. Ahead. I, I think it's a good mix. Um, I I I don't see a problem with having good relationships and trying to organize politically, but I also think. That you have to you have to measure it against what you're doing in your own like personal life. I, I agree. I think life. it's a mix of both. Like, I mean, for me right now, like I'm, I'm not totally giving up on it. Like like I still trust Dave and stuff and Heist and, and I want to see what they're able to do and I want to help. But like, let's say three four years down the road and not literally nothing changes. Like if Dave and Heist and Ron Paul couldn't fucking do it, who the fuck is gonna do it? That's my right. point. So it's like I don't want to. I'm not giving up or anything. But like, I, I don't see. I, anybody else taking the mantle and being like oh i'm gonna do, i'm gonna i'm a better mouthpiece than dave or i'm a better mouthpiece than ron paul i i, I don't see it am i alone in this thought like i, I just i don't know I, I just fun thought experiment I, i've been thinking about lately and I'm, I'm not saying this necessarily means that everything's a bad thing uh this is a concept i kind of got from uh jared of uh what end democracy i think is his twitter handle or or uh yeah he's the hopping.org guy he he i think he said something along the lines with the ron paul thing is you can, we almost got like a boom bust cycle of libertarians uh and this is something i've been thinking about a lot lately especially with like the whole lpnh you know national type divide uh is like if you're angling for the normies if you do get this like big moment and do get a bunch of normies at what cost does that come and yeah maybe it'll still be overall be- more beneficial than bad but i do think there is like when you have this boom 
of people who aren't really, you know, didn't like they just kind of got there. There's probably a lot of people who see a burgeoning movement jump in, you know, at the, at the beginning. A lot of people are just like, oh, this is kind of cool and don't really understand it at all. And just kind of like sort of milk toastish. I think that creates a lot of your like Cato reason types in the long run. And I um, personally, I'd rather, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that like this is say like Ron Paul was overall a bad thing or if Dave ended up having a similar effect, it's overall a bad thing. But I just think it's just a thought to be had, maybe even something to think about when you're trying to figure out, you know, who you're appealing to. Uh, I do think there's something too that there might be a downfall in creating that because I think it's worse personally. I think uh, I'd rather someone be a normie and not give a shit about this stuff and just be your general sheep slash follower than be a Cato Reason type. You know, because well, they're speaking. actively like hurting. That's why because yeah. the Cato Reason people are like a- actively espousing bullshit and lies as opposed to normies like oh, I just don't know what's going on. But uh, uh, this is I mean I'm not against this either uh don't be a better mouth don't need a better mouthpiece about growing network of influencers becoming a new society yeah he's not wrong like of course that's i agree with that like i, I mean i think we're a good example of that the three of us uh doing our, i mean we're all doing same different shit but kind of the same i mean we're all kind of on the same side i mean you know what i'm saying so yeah i think that definitely helps grow the network of people for sure but how long does that go? and again if okay let's say we grow a bunch of us if we still can get anything done or change anything then we just have a bunch of people who are like-minded being like, this is wrong. And they're like, yeah, no, eat a dick. And we're like, all right, <laughs> like it still kind of falls into the same thing. Like we need people to make a move, but if the system's so rigged against the move, then how's it get done? That, that's well, where I struggle with. I, I think there's this idea of that, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever. If you want to be politically involved, be politically involved. I mean, I've done plenty of covering that. I'm not going to go into all that, Yeah. but you know, like it is a matter of people are like, we have to do something. We have to do something. I'm like, yeah, sure. Maybe there's some merit here and there in certain aspects of political involvement, but just like, you know, someone just, uh, I think Ofer just brought up the, uh, the growing number of influencers or whatever. And that's just one aspect. I'm not saying that's the only aspect, but that is not someone who's out there doing, you know, I don't know, advocating for this bill or this candidate. Like you still make moves, you know, without doing that aspect. And my thing is like the, the political, uh, you know, uh, apparatus is something that's been formed over, you know, depending on how you view it, hundreds, thousands, you know, millennia, you know, uh, and it's something that's been actively been, you know, formed to be against you. And so the idea that you're going to come in and, you know, obviously the game's 100% rigged against you. So, and don't get me wrong, like maybe you can find in some small angle in this one small apology, you can make this happen or that happen. But the idea that we're that that you're going to put all of our the eggs or most of the eggs in some sort of political movement and make especially as liberty type people and really make any sort of headway, I do think is a little bit foolhardy. I think you're better off in other areas uh, or at the very least focus it strategically. I am a I'm a big fan of uh, you know Hoppe. I mean, while I am like an agorist, I, like the way I look at it is like if Konkin's wrong, then Hoppe's right. So I'm like. That's kind of how I see it. And I think like ultra localism, uh, I guess I just see uh, agorism as that even going even further in a certain sense, because you're even going further locally, you're going down to the individual and it, everything kind of sprouts out from there. Uh, but yeah, at the very least, like, I mean, this is why, like, uh, I, you know, with the whole LPNH thing, I'm like all for them. I'm for them fucking doing what they're doing. Um, you know, and I, I guess my point being is I think you can get more done on a more local level than you can on a larger level. And the idea, totally agree. I, I, even with all this, like, yeah, sure. I guess there is a possibility that everything works out like everybody wants and we have this huge big Dave moment or something, but 
I mean, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit doubtful. We'll see. I could be wrong. Um, you know, I, I, I frequently use the example of like, if you're a gambler, like, and I see like, you know, you point to Ron Paul as like that one time you hit the jackpot. Right. It's like, okay, but yeah, you're on your second mortgage because you fucking, you know, wasted away the rest of your money in this game thinking you're going to get some sort of payoff just because you had that one jackpot forever ago. And yet, who knows? Maybe Dave's another jackpot. I don't right. fucking know. But I mean, it, you know, I guess if you want to, you know, gamble, uh, I don't know, at least make sure your other shit's in line. You know what I mean? So. And be smart gambling because there's different types of gambling. You could be a fucking poker player and be kick ass at it. You know, I don't know. For sure. On how we use this metaphor. But <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. But like uh, uh, Benzo makes a good example, like good point. Like a lot of people you do talk to in the LP are like, oh, social media doesn't help. It doesn't help. It's like, well, it does help. Like, like I mean, I think, again, the LPNH right. thing is a perfect example of it helping. I mean, how many followers did they get after that Megan McCain thing? Probably a shit ton. I don't know the numbers exactly. I know we had Reed and Clint on. I had Reed and Clint yeah. on the other day, uh, the other week, but, like, I'm sure they got a – I'm sure the impressions were in the millions. I'm sure they got thousands of new followers. And, like, that does matter. And then the more they, they do that, the more and more even centrist people are going to be like, maybe there's something to this. Maybe yeah. – yeah, I kind of feel that way too. And they do join. I don't know. I do think social media is important though. I do think all the YouTube channels – I think all of our shows help. I do. I, I Not like we're fucking making like, you know, drastic changes in anything. But just even if we get the ear of somebody who never would have heard us before. Like maybe like your neighbor. Right? I have people come to me all the time. They're like, oh, I see you wear that porcupine shirt. Like what's that? Like, that's my podcast. I'm like what's it about? Like, oh, it's fucking this and this. And they go, all right, let's check it out. And then I have people come back, back to me like, oh, dude, I never heard of that before. That's actually a really cool thing Like that you said. Well, about the thing. So, so adding on to that and what you mentioned with, the, you know, a bunch of different content creators having smaller followings or medium, you know, middling followings. One thing I view that as is the fact that if you've got, 10 15 20 people in a little micro community online that all have good size you know a couple thousand people follow them on youtube or whatever uh and you can build that up you might not have effective uh political sway nationally or even with a political party you know like the libertarians or anybody for that matter you might have more sway locally than people realize and i think that if a lot of the content creators turned those inward there's some usefulness there i think that depends on the type of show you have. Like, obviously, I think if you focus solely on politics, I I never think that's a good idea. Like, I just don't in general. Like, even with, like, Outlawed Thoughts, which is a good deal political, like, we talk about politics a lot, most of the time it's in a joking manner or it's because we're laughing at someone or with someone, which I think is much better for an audience. Uh, that's closer to, like, you know, like, uh, PKA, if anybody knows that podcast, Painkiller Already. Um, they're a bigger show. They do a lot of that kind of stuff where they'll like talk about a Reddit story or talk about a news story that has to do with something political, but they'll put a fun spin on, you know, or they'll argue about it, which is fun. Um, but doing that all the time, I think it's just fucking you're it's impossible to get local involvement uh, in a community, which yeah. I think is useful. Someone's mic is getting all fucky. I don't know. Yeah, if that's I'm hearing mad so. feedback. Um, it's gone. It probably has that. What the fuck? <laughs> or it could be both of you. I don't know. I'm going to be both of you in two seconds. <laughs> I think it was because I have my phone near the computer. That's probably uh, I did want to touch something Layton just said yeah. there. And I, I do think this kind of, you know, uh, goes to the point of, you know, localism, like kind of with the LPNH type thing. And I also think it kind of goes to, you know, you're talking about the influencers. Um, I do think quality uh, matters far greater than quantity. And, you know, I think you can do a whole lot with a small group of, you know, uh, decent people as retarded as it may sound like uh 
you know, even as silly as it is, like the tower power guys, like I can't tell you how many, like how many moves we have bullied, like how, how we have on the fringes pushed things different way or that way or this way. And I think honestly, effectively, I mean, like I'm not to bloviate about how I'm not saying we're even that great or anything. I'm just saying a small group of people, you know, you know, that are coordinated and do things certain ways, you know, have a shared sense of purpose can get a lot done. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not running. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I do think there's something to that. Uh, so I think the, the idea, say, was like what LPNH is doing, putting out like super hardcore shit. And, you know, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. They, lot, they probably do turn a lot of, away a lot of, a lot of people. But it's also like, uh, you know, if this is supposedly crunch time or whatever, you know, I think you need a crazy sifting mechanism. And I think the people who, right. uh, you know, who flock to that type of message are people who fucking hate the state uh, yeah. or at least hate maybe not this state and is in the government, but they hate the people there at the very least. Uh, and the people that are like, you know, uh, disgusted and to the point that it, they won't, they're like, I don't want any part of this. I, I reject libertarianism altogether. I, I think that's like, that's, uh, I, I think if anything, that's more indic indicative of where they were anyways. And the people that like just kind of shrug it, like, and maybe they're not too happy about it. Okay, whatever. That's not a big deal. Cause the, the, I mean, I, I can't really hold it against anyone who's like, that doesn't like it. You know what I mean? Like, read. Yeah. Like, I can't hold the, anyone against that doesn't like the messaging. But if you're to the point to where you're so disgusted, so against it, you're like, I don't want any part of this. This is going to turn people away. It's kind of like, well, I mean, what the fuck were they to begin with? Like, who, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, and also, to, to go back on, no, you're totally right. And also, to go back to what you guys were saying too about, um, like, uh, about the uh, podcasting and stuff like that. It's like, I don't think, like, I'm a comic and like, so I'm going to take a, a different angle to this talk. Like I'm always going to try to be a little more funny or like, but like, I'm also not the guy to be serious about it. We have guys for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think everybody should try to be the serious guy. I think that also doesn't work. I think everyone needs to take a different angle to shit. Tower power takes a different angle to shit. I take a different angle to shit. You take a different angle to shit. Like, like we all take a different angle to shit. And I think that's good. It's not like this, this uniform bullshit. Also, Jose, to defend you uh, in a, in a, in a group chat, I'm in, um, in PA, you know, we were, we were all talking about, like uh just again kind of moving the needle a little bit uh, socially and stuff like that and uh someone said well the tower power pa tower power tower power guys are more into like uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say clickbaity it's not the, it's not the word they use but i can't think of the word they use it's they're more the clickbaity shit than um actually like doing work i go disagree because like they are doing work but in a much different way than let's say you're doing work or you know like you might be out there getting signatures and stuff which we need we also need people to be fucking publicly humiliated for being assholes. And that's where we come in. <laughs> you know what I'm like it, it, we need all of it. So I disagree with that. And I was like, no, like that's not true. Like we do need all the varieties covered. I think that's just my opinion anyway. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I honestly a hundred percent believe me being, I, I guess maybe some weird quandary here, me being the agorist who's not interested in political involvement at all. I feel like I've probably, if I had, you know, and I'm not at all, I'm not saying I have a big show, not saying like, I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm so big. I feel like I've done far more to move things in my current thing. And if I was just some guy doing, you know, just like some dude who has showed up to the caucus meetings and did all that stuff. And so my point is more, I guess, just to be more creative, I guess, as opposed to just like, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, I'm going to fucking, you know, I don't know, go knock on doors or whatever. Um, so. Shia LaBeouf got it right. Just do it. 
Just do it. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, right now in the chat. They're at uh, they're, uh, the Smasher Pass question from Megan McCain's being passed around. <laughs> oh, oh, who's this? She's like Oprah. It really is just what when, like at what period of time are we talking about? You know, right. Oprah has always for years been like, ew, she's fat. And then other times, like, all right, she's looking kind of thick. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, it's like, it's like, well, for the story, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you, you, I mean, <laughs> you have to just be like, you never guess what I did last weekend. <laughs> like, right? Like, yeah, so. Yes, for me. Yet my answer, especially, yeah, 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 yes, yes. I mean, yes, on that alone. But as we take away all her who she is and stuff, and just like say she's a normal chick. Yeah, like say she just looks like, or she's just some normal chick and it doesn't have all these other ties. Uh, you know, like that makes a good point. Okay, I guess my smash is pretty pretty meaningless because it's kind of like a you know I have a pretty low bar for just a smash. But you know, I guess to go with the conventional. How people would smash her pass. Uh, it depends. It really like she has go through her periods. She blows up, and then she goes. She's had her periods where she was. She was like she looks when she was slimmer. Like she was like thick in like the good way. But there's sometimes <laughs> when she's just sloppy for sure. So yeah, it went but downhill mo- fast. Yeah, yeah, but most nerds in this party would be like, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Women you, wear, the- madam. <laughs> by the way, we keep talking about that. Men in this fucking movement, be better. <laughs> like stop being stop this is an old school saying the whole pussy on a pedestal thing that's what a lot of guys do in this movement and it fucking drives me fucking nuts like <laughs> stop with the simping for fucking online ethos and shit it's so Here's, fucking can annoying. i tell you my favorite test anytime i see some thought on my twitter timeline that i'm not following that twitter will just interject into my space it'll always be because if I click on that person's tweet, some person in the Liberty space that follows me or that I follow has fucking interacted with that goddamn person. And I'm like, what is mm, you had one job. You had one fucking job. <laughs> uh, someone shared something the other day. I thought this was funny. Uh, they shared something. It was like the Liberty movement's missing something. I just can't quite place what it is. Uh, and then I just, I quote tweeted. I was like, unironically pussy. <laughs> I remember you. Yeah. That- <laughs> You're right. Like I'm dead You're serious. Right. You're right. I am, dude. I can't. Dude, I the name, only I, chicks we have are trad wives. That some libertarians are the trad wives are traps. It's a trap. <laughs> so, like you think it's like you think like no, they're no, lying. Not, you mean not natural trad wives? So like a relationship you just naturally get into, and that's the roles, right? Fine okay. with that. But there is a trad community. Where there's like these chicks who are like actively going after guys trying to find people to get into that. And I don't nope. There's something weird about it. I assume every girl who says that they're part of that trad community is attempting to trap men. They want to trap <laughs> you into marriage. Marriage is a lie. <laughs> Tell it to my wife. <laughs> no, no. See, if you believe it, it's not a lie. Yeah. I don't think they believe it. <laughs> yeah, I just well, like, like it's like a they... tool. Like they embrace it, like more masculine libertarians, less effeminate losers. Yeah, I agree. Like again, and it's by the way, I don't even put like it's like not even really the chick's fault. It's the dude's fault. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. I'm talking about the dudes who like again. It's like, like if you look like Layton, you say if you look on the fucking timeline, it's like 45 year old nerds and losers who like can't. I'm like stop. This is why though, but this is why they're in that position in the first place because they did right. their whole fucking life. It's like well, at one point you got to fucking. There is some fault on the dating pool. I mean, it does fucking suck. I'm 22. Like, 
I have been in those scenarios where I, when I was looking for relationships and shit, it sucks. I gave up and then just said, well, then if you naturally find it, it's fine. But if one of these bitches is trying to get in your pants, there's a reason for it. I'm fucking convinced. All these fucking, the, the, the people that are in the dating pool today, it's the way they look at dating is very different than they used to. And some people like that and some people don't. And I think the people that don't like it are just going to have to fuck each other. Like, that's just going to have to be how it goes. Otherwise, <laughs> they're never going to, like, end up with relationships that last. Like, all these new relationships between, like, really different people are crash courses, man. Like, um, and especially the dating app world, which is introducing a lot of people that way. Because you see somebody on a dating app, you don't know what their views in their home life are or what their, like, bent is. You go out on dates and stuff, and then you feel like there's this social pressure to get married. You get in a relationship you don't want to, and in eight years, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, well, yeah, that's yeah, happening yeah. a lot. Like, the divorce rate and stuff is what I like. And so I look at it like, yeah, isn't, is, isn't that contributing to the culture we're in, though, right now? Like, the right. Divorce rate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. You're not wrong. It, I think marriage bad. is good <laughs> if you believe in it. Like, and that's that's my position on it. Like, if you either if it's something you feel both the people in the relationship feel as though they are gaining the same thing from, I think it works. But if it's being utilized as a tool on either side, it really goes bad. Someone in the chat said young Nancy Pelosi was hot, but I Googled young Nancy Pelosi and I cannot find one picture. <laughs> <laughs> she scrubbed the internet of her young. If anybody can find that, let me hit her me husband up. drove through them all. <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> oh yeah uh yeah i don't know dude i just think um our culture is just shit we talk about that all the fucking mm -hmm. time like it's just going downhill uh and I, I i think social social media is such a fucking 50 50 i don't even know it's 50 50 good bad anymore it's like 70 30 <laughs> bad good now like I can i can i be a, out of it i'll be a devil's advocate on the the anti-social media stuff I I think social media is bad for really young people. But I think for people who are matured enough to be on it and understand what social media is, I don't see an issue with it. The problem is, is that the young people are, their parents are all sticking them on the social media the second they get access to it because they're in public schools, they don't pay attention to them. Like that's the culture building element. So like if, to, to me to fix that, it's not getting rid of social media. It's, it's, getting rid of the public school system and helping that part of it out pod learning and homeschooling and that stuff. I didn't go to public public school at all. I was homeschooled and then self-taught and that's how I did my thing. And I think that because of it, I don't, I look at social media as an email. It's just a thing that I'm putting out there. And then the person, people I want to see it, see it. And if they don't, they don't. And then it's just gone. Like it's, it's not impressionable to me. I think a lot of young people get stuck on it and it becomes impressionable. Like the things on social media affect their lives and that's dangerous. Yeah. Well, David Brady just made a good point. Any team hasn't gone over the depressed teen face shouldn't be on social media. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's right. He's 100%. <laughs> he, he, right. No, he is. He is right. Because again, I think that also obviously uh, goes to the whole like trans movement and stuff like that. Right. Right. Like a hundred percent. It's like, it's like, you're just sad and depressed about something else. And it's this the is the, mind. this is the new, fad i'm gonna call it uh 
and it's like, oh, this is social media for the 40 percent. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like so on social media, like when Vine was a thing and, and that was big, like we saw a kind of resurgence of the goth movement on there. I really do. And I know this is a whoo, this is a dangerous thing to say, but I do feel like the trans thing is a lot like that. It's a resurgence of another type of fad in the young community. And the difference is it's something permanent that isn't really reversible in the way they think it is because they've been sold a bill of sale that is incorrect. And that's why I think the people saying there's going to be a lot of lawsuits and shit are right. Like that's going to be what this generation is known for is in 20, 30 years, a wave of medical lawsuits and bureaucratic garbage that's created off of this bullshit. Yeah, but you can't stop depressed sad boys for getting on Twitter and doing whatever the fuck they're doing. No, you can in the household, I think, though. You can have responsible Dude, I think it's parents. A lot fucking, yeah, no, definitely. And who could like put locks in your phone and stuff like that? But like, well, even just explain to the kid why it's bad. Like from a young age, if our culture was moving in the direction where we understood that, hey, you can use this thing. Like for instance, when my dad was a kid, uh, his parents would have one hundred percent given him alcohol under eighteen if they knew it was in the household and he wasn't going anywhere to get fucked up or get fucked up, beaten up, you know, or getting some accident or something like that, right? So, and I think there's a lot of libertarians who might not say it online, but agree with that. Like, they'd be like, yeah, I don't see an issue with that in the world, right? Same scenario here. Like, maybe it's a rule where it's like, yeah, sometimes you you explain to the kid, this is something I don't want you doing to your older. But if you're going to do it, just be responsible and explain what social media is and how it works. The problem is all the parents are boomers. So we're not going to see that happen for two, three generations. We're going to be dealing with this for 20, 30 years. To be fair, I don't think the parents are boomers anymore. I think it's that's, well, that's true. They're no, they're Gen X. Right. It's the whole coddling of the American <laughs> I don't know, thing, though, right? It's I, like I the Gen X. I know what you mean. Like yeah. a 50, 55 year old parent. I don't most of like, and I mean, my dad's 55, you know, around that age bracket. And I, I am around a lot of people in that age bracket. I don't know how well even people in that age bracket are going to be able to show some kid on their smartphone about what social media is or how it's dangerous or good or bad. Like, I don't know if the, the, like it almost should be something that and I hate to say it, like is included in a homeschooling program or is included in a, in a, you know, pod learning thing and spread through homeschools and public schools. If, if it need be, uh, if they exist, then maybe that should be something that's talked about in them is how to be on social media. Well, I, again, not in school now I'm 35, (laughs) but, but I I doubt public school, maybe they're doing a private schools, but I doubt public schools are teaching kids like the efficacies of fucking social media. No, you know what they tell people? Cause I have brothers in school right right now that, and they talk about sexual predators and that's it. They just tell you, don't talk to anybody on social media that's asking you to send photos. And that's all they care about. And it's like, well, that's not the important shit because that makes up a microcosm of the internet. I mean, talk about, don't put your public name on social media until you're older. Don't post photos of yourself, period. Like, just don't. Like, if, if I could go back in time and erase every photo off the internet of me before I was 16, I would. Because I look like shit. I'm a fucking acne-faced kid. Like, no one wants that on the internet in the future. Like, so if your kid can go back and, like, if I could go back in time and stop myself and say for an hour, hey, 
don't upload photos of yourself. Don't use your actual name and shit until you're a little bit older and you want the impact of your statements to be used against you. And I think it's solve a lot. Now, I'm not for the cancel culture thing that part of that warning's for, but there's even if you're not for cancel culture, there's political opinions. I certainly said I was a raving leftist and raving rightist at one point. I went all over the place. So uh, there's certainly statements I made I don't like that are still out there. I grew, but I probably shouldn't have made them in the first place. Right. Like, yeah, but just again, going back to the school, just like they won't teach you how to do a checkbook or something. Right. Like, like, basic well, I shit. think they not, should teach that, too. They should, but they're never going to. Right. No, Obviously, it's about fucking right. just towing the line and doing what you're fucking told. That's why I think pod learning and homeschooling is a better place to spread it. And I don't see that being picked up in even those areas. Like, I guess my question for about the homeschool, which I, I definitely think you should homeschool your kids, right? But like, or go to a private school. But like, if you can't do that, like, because everyone can't just homeschool their kids. I mentioned I, you know pod learning because like, like, I think pod learning is the solution to homeschooling. Homeschooling works for a very small percentage of the population, and libertarians put way too much love into it and aspiration, in my opinion. Um, it worked for my family because we lived with seven people in a 500-square-foot cabin in the middle of nowhere. Like, that's why it functioned. If you're a family that works and everybody's going out and doing the kind of nine to five office jobs, that's not going to work for you. And you're never going to be there to teach your kid anyway. Right. Uh, teaching your kids self-sufficiency and teaching them how to teach themselves was something I learned that was very useful. So I think it's important for people to know that. But I would say pod learning, having, you know, if you have eight or nine families in an area they can get together and the same money they're paying into that school system, they can be hiring two or three independent teachers that are really good in a couple, you know, couple different categories of teaching who can come in and do a class each day. And a lot of those services have been popping up across the U.S., but you can start your own. Like, it's not even that difficult. Like, there's paperwork and things involved and obviously dealing with the state, right. but it is something you can do. Um or you can do it under the table. Some states, like, homeschooling's really relaxed. Like, in our state, it is. You can just kind of do it. <laughs> like, yeah, well, um, it's Alaska, so you can do a lot there. You can also just shoot a bear in the face. <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck oh, you want there. <laughs> but, like, no, yeah, I think that's definitely the future. Or, again, like, my wife's a Catholic school teacher. It's a private school. You know, right. it's it's that's also the way to go. But, like, public schools clearly are not the way to go anymore. Those are fucking way far. I mean, they were probably failing back when I was in school in the 90s, I would assume. I just again, you don't realize it. I'm sure it's not wasn't as bad, but I'm sure yeah. if I talk to my parents about it now, they might be like, "Yeah, there was some weird shit, but overall, it was, it was okay." But I don't know. I, I would have to ask them. I mean, um, I don't really remember. I talked to my grandmother. She went to Catholic school and then uh, college and graduated for religious studies, and she went to a kind of liberal California college and California, you know, area growing up. So she was around pretty, you know. But it was religious, so it's different. But with my dad, he went to school in Hawaii um, and Alaska. So it's like the two, two very... further states from anything. It's wild. Yes. It's like he just uh, doesn't want to be around people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, Hawaii was is still to this day, from what I understand, one of the worst high schools in the country. Uh, it's really violent and really bad, um, especially if you're white. Um, that's a big problem, which he was obviously. So there's yeah. that I imagine doesn't uh, mesh too well. So I can imagine how bad that would have been. 
Um, but no, he hated public school. So did my mom. They both went to horrible schools. So when I was older, that was the reason they said, fuck all that noise. They were like, I'm never putting any of my, and I have four brothers and none of us, the only ones that have been in public school are the ones that are around now in Seward, because this school has a very small schooling population. So it's yeah. just easier. I'm sure yeah. there are like decent public schools in the country. There has to be, because mm-hmm. they have to be small isolated Very from cities. Areas, right because yeah. there's no way any city public school is fucking good like I, I can't imagine it being especially in 2022 i guess it depends on what you mean by good i went to a public school yeah. in tennessee like my schooling i uh i grew up in maine and uh I, about halfway through high school moved to tennessee but in maine i went to public school for a little bit early on but then like then went to a, like a k through 12 fucking uh uh like a uh, Christian p- uh, private school, and we had like less than a hundred, like probably like thirty people in each class, uh, right. like the whole class, like the you know, say I was class of 09 Our whole class of 09 was like fucking thirty to forty kids. Uh, but uh, then I moved to Tennessee, and uh, it was a uh, public school, and, but we lived like super rural there. And uh, I mean, I don't know, I've never noticed any of the you know fucking you know woke bullshit or any of that crap, but yeah. like. I was also out in the fucking sticks. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm sure their test scores are probably kind of mad, but I didn't have an issue with that because I I always was a high score. Fucking, if anything, it was probably like you know it was too easy for me. But you know, I know I guess it depends on what your parameters like are. Humble brag. Like, <laughs> humble brag. Yeah. No, if anything, it kind of bit me in the ass because I got kind of like lazy when it came to schoolwork because I was just like naturally just could like ace test, but then wouldn't do like so. I when I got to college, it fucking bit me in the ass. But um, so I only did a semester. Uh, but, uh, yeah, fucking, I went to four years and didn't graduate. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the four years of college didn't graduate. Asshole. Right. I am. I, did I never bombed so hard. And I was like, you know what? Like I got a fucking, I, I lost Cause I like basically it was all paid for cause I had scholarships and grants and stuff. And so I was like, but then after bombing the first semester, I would have to pay for it. And I'm like, ah, I'm not going to take this seriously. So I don't want to actually pay for it. So I got a free semester of partying so <laughs> but, but uh, yeah it's fair <laughs> but but I, I even see it like in in the catholic because yeah my wife's catholic school teacher and like the woke stuff is like they're just they're it's getting in there too like it's not like they're not um uh like uh immune to it uh all these private schools because like teachers are gonna be teachers right and teachers are going fucking left more and more left and especially in the whole covid thing i saw like firsthand from from like this side of the uh the table like teachers be actually being like i'm so scared to go into school and then i'd see pictures of them on facebook at the beach that shit and it's like oh these are the motherfuckers who are like tearing everything down <laughs> like like you know and then um same thing with woke stuff it's like they're like how about we want to talk about pronouns and it's like no. <laughs> it's the catholic school dude the fucking yeah. shit out of here right yeah it was nowhere yeah. near that for me like we probably had like two black kids and like two gay kids and the kid in, in the school in tennessee and like that in that school i it was a little bit larger i probably had like a hundred and two think- 100, I think 200 the, each class, but yeah, no, like they would like mercil- mercilessly make them like the black and gay kids. Like <laughs> it was like kind of funny, but it's like, all right, guys, you're you're gonna look carried away. <laughs> yeah, it's like let's let's spread it out a little bit. <laughs> this is just going back to the same beating an old bit to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, like, I. It's not immune. It's my point. So like, I, again, I that's why I I do think the pod way is definitely the way. Or if if you have the means to homeschool. That's the way because the only way you're not, I think your kid eventually will not be indoctrinated down the line. I don't see it you getting out of it. If you send your kid away somewhere, I don't see him getting out of it anytime soon. No, no, they're not being taught any of the things that are necessary for them to understand the ideas of individuality to any degree in public schooling. 
and I've I've seen it even with my own brothers, obviously, you know, uh, with some of them going to the public school here, just learning about what they learn about and then having to immediately be like, okay, here's all the what they got wrong. And, <laughs> and here's backup uh, literature to show you why it's wrong. So I'm not just being a know-it-all. Like, <laughs> like, Yeah, but like, it's, it's the thing of like, okay, well, how do we stop all that bullshit from happening? It's like, you can't. You can't. It's, it's, you it's almost impossible. You yeah. got to get them out of there. And, and for the record, if you absolutely have to and you have the money, private school is fine. Religious private school is fine. I would just say if you can teach them in your home, it's going to be much more comfortable for the kid and they're much more receptible to learning. Yeah, probably like oh, for sure. But that's like, just. But then, like, my, the other, f- not fear, the other, the other concern is like, uh, Layton's camera's gone. The other concern is, uh, is, uh, deprogramming like these, these fucking kids. From like getting this shit in their brain. How do you fucking be like, hey man, this actually is bad for you? And like, but because they're so fiercely in the cults, so to I speak. think most people don't understand how willing kids are to actually listen to adults. And did so you just parents do a line of cocaine and no, <laughs> I did not. I, I was thinking that you want to say anything. My my whole my whole nose has been stuffed up this whole show. And I just drank With cocaine. <laughs> I have edibles. I'm not an upper person. Everybody should know this about me. <laughs> Time and place for everything. <laughs> uh no. Uh, what I was going to say was with uh, like kind of getting people deprogrammed, I think the easiest way to do it is literally to just tell them the problem. Like, I think a lot of people have this understanding that their kids are kind of a blank slate and then the school gets them and they turn them into this raving statist. And it's like, it might feel that way, but for the most part, if they're under like the teenage years and you can get a hold of them, you're going to be able to talk to them and they'll be they'll they'll be able to understand what you're saying to them if you just explain basic situations like if it's something like a history you know that's the biggest thing i'm worried about is like history gets taught in schools really in a fucked up way um i don't like it and so a lot of that stuff it's like it's just giving them the literature they need to read and explaining to them exactly why what they were just taught is bullshit um and most of the time if they're under the teenage years where they want to be rebellious i find they're fine but that's just experience with my family and surrounding family too. So yeah, but like, you know, like, and also like Alaska is different than fucking New York. So like, I, and, and, yeah, so that's a problem too. And, and I know a lot of Floridians too that homeschool in a few different areas, uh, but it's a little bit different over there too because they have a lot more pod learning because there's a lot more people. Right. So there, there is also like the saving grace of like you know I have younger family members and stuff like that, and sometimes be like, yeah, what do you think about all this? Like this fucking shit going on, like they're like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. Like I, I'm not with it, you know. And like they, like the, I don't think the younger generation is as lost necessarily as we think it might be. Because like again, there are a bunch of uh, got young boys and girls who are like, fuck that shit, dude. I don't fucking subscribe to that nonsense. Like I just do no, my and- I play sports. You know, I don't fucking pay attention. The problem is though, they can't speak out about it. That's yeah. the problem. Like as opposed to the three of us, so I'm wearing adults who I can't get in trouble for what i'm saying I, no one could fire me you know for my so it's yeah, like right we could out here be like no that crt whatever's bad the fucking gender shit's bad the fucking trans it's all bad stop doing that shit they though as a 13 year old kid in a high school who a public high school let's say who's just i'm sure they walk in the door in june or not june but like after the summer and there's just fucking the flags everywhere and the and then inclusivity and all i'm sure and they're like yo if i say anything i'm fucking dead here yeah like, <laughs> I think a big, I think a big, uh, 
a big part of that though is the parents cultures seeping into the public schools um like public schools for the most part have school boards and those school boards are made up of parents like most of the time uh, my dad was part of the school board for our homeschooling group but that school board made decisions for other things too um if the parents who are joining those school boards are all these leftist liberal types culturally, then you're only going to get that as a result. But that's what we saw during COVID literally right. Well, was a great well, example. actually. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the public schools in that regard, like either we're going to have to see an insurgence of other parents running for those positions and pushing those people out which is an option, obviously. Uh, but again, I think that's such a slow process with the public schools. It's just not like it's not feasible. It's just, I mean, that would take so much energy from the parents. And again, most of these people are sending their kids to public school because it's easy, you know. What's translingual lingual, lingualism? Translingualism? You guys know what that is? That... Uh, Brady, fucking... People who can cat. speak multiple languages? languages? Kind of lingus, but for trans people. Yeah, that that was yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Uh, But I, 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 is that like a thing where like if you only speak English, you're racist now or something like that? Is that what they're doing? Like I don't know. That's everything's so fucking crazy. But I can see the Deutsch. I just grew up playing football. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what happened to that? What happened to just football? (laughs) What happened to smear the queer? (laughs) What happened? (laughs) I don't understand. And again, I don't under really what how to fix it. Hopefully, the young generation gets their shit together. I don't know. I do think, like Jose said before, it's not the boomers anymore who are, are the parents, like the Gen X crowd, and they yeah. fucking suck. <laughs> they fucking suck. They are the perfect helicopter parents who do everything for these fucking kids, who never want them to fucking handle anything on their own. Like, how many times, like, I, uh, when I grew up, it was just like, oh, all right, we'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I gotta go figure this out, I guess. Every Dude, part of my life we, was like, go figure it out. We had generators to start. Like, <laughs> like we lived in a, like, that's what I find funny is like, cause my dad's in this weird age position where he's like 58. Uh, so I think most people picture him as, you know, he's born in 65. So people, most people picture him to be kind of that. I think a little more uptight or a little more liberal. They either think he's one way or the other because they assume he fell in that age bracket of the times, but he's much more now like, just like the government needs to stay the fuck out of people's way. Like, you know, cause he's gotten older and he started making money and, you know, trying to supply for a bunch of kids. And it's like, yeah, you can't like fuck these people, <laughs> you know, uh, so which is how said, a lot of Alaskans get to that point. Translingualism is essentially removing old grammar rules and shit for subjective, authentic voice because grammar rules are oppressive towards minorities. Oh, so I was kind of right. So, <laughs> hey, uh, so wait, Adam, can you read that chat again without grammar rules? <laughs> <laughs> How would you? I know. I don't really even understand sense. this. You throw some abonics on it. I don't know. I guess what I'm saying, like, how would you do it? Yeah, would man. You just, yeah, just talk like the dudes in airplane. Like, like, is that how you do it? Like the jive talk. Like, how the fuck? But no. But uh, Josh is right here. Like, our parents let us touch stuff. We don't touch stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of how it was. And it was a lot like again, like especially growing up playing sports, it was like, um, oh, you got fucked up. That sucks. Be better at this next time. Oops. <laughs> there was no like you deserve a trophy for getting smashed on uh, your you know Dude, in, in football. My dad's advice if somebody was being bullied in my family was to go get the other brothers that they had in the yeah. family if the guy was bigger and they would beat the fuck out of them. 
Like if that's, somebody that's yelled, gone now. If that's all somebody gone. yelled at my dad in traffic and I was in the car, I was getting out to fuck that person up. Like, that's how this works. Like, I had you it, so that I don't have to do this right. anymore. But <laughs> that all goes right back to, again, it, instead of them dealing with it, it's they call an authority figure, which in this case would be the police. Right. Yeah. They don't want to it's, handle themselves. Well, that's not going to happen in anybody in my family. No, no, none of us here. But it's that's, amazing. That's, but, but no, that's the point. That's what's going on in the country, though, right? It's like you I, have all these fucking young kids who never got taught to handle, like, oh, that guy punched you in the face. Go punch him back, pussy. Yeah. That's how it was. Now it's like, I got punched in the face. Police? Police? Can you handle this for me? It's like immediately an authority thing. I'm black. <laughs> then you get shot. Also. Oh, shit. Never gets wiped out. <laughs> I got punched. Pop. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, again, I, we just grew up vastly different. And I, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see the pendulum swinging back that way. I just keep seeing it swinging farther and farther one way. Than I do. On a smaller scale in communities, it'll swing back. But on a national scale, this is a sh- train that's going to run into a fucking like, wall. That's how it ends. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it'll come back eventually. It's just a matter of when, where, how. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, Why do you think Italy- that? Though? Like, what gives you hope? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've, I've heard a lot of a uh, lot that apparently, like, uh, you know, like, based like especially like or whether it's conservative or libertarian or you know like a you know hard right type shit has been kind of resonating with like the younger generation so i i do think it'll it'll swing back at some point i mean probably you know maybe even go too far that way and then come back i think that's just right kind of how things go over time we'll we'll, we'll see i don't know i i just i i have a hard time believing this doesn't seem sustainable like at all so i mean I right but I like okay okay swing back. but for instance like Disney and Marvel are, are losing money, a shit ton of money right now because it's just woke trash now, right? Like, they don't care, though. They're still doing it. So that's why I always thought money was the end-all, be-all of everything, no matter what. Like, once it came down to the wallet, everyone changed their fucking attitude real quick about, you know, you could be as progressive as you want. Once you're money, like, look at the Martha Vineyard thing, right? They're like, we want minorities to come in. Well, not here. That's crazy. But like, outside well, of here, like, well, it's with- the same shit. Real quick, with the Marvel shit, though, that's when, like, stuff like ESG comes into play. And you got to think there are yeah. these large, huge things. Uh, they're kind of in this thing. Like, if you're trying to use Marvel or, or whatever as an example or some of these large, like, Disney. Yeah, I think over time the, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to call it the parallel economy or whatever. The, you know, uh, the, the lower. I mean, shit, we're getting to a point probably within the next decade we'll get to a point to where like feature films won't be that hard to make just for people Mm. in their fucking homes. So it'll get media is going to swing back. Right. So it's like, it's not sustainable. And like, yeah, you have things like ESG that are propping it up for now, but it's just not sustainable. Cause you see, I don't know, a good example would be, you know, you look at, you know, you look at podcasts compared to the, the, the fucking conventional media. It's like, it's a joke. Like, look at, you know, Brian Seltzer. He went under. That's a good example. But, right. like, and think about how much it costs. Oh, yeah, think about how much it costs for their operation. The guy who's, like, holding the boom is probably making, like, 50K or some shit. Like, uh, you right. know, fucking. Well, right, because you have all the fucking um, uh, yeah. uh, union rules and all that shit. Yeah. Well, you've and- got eight people in that room just operating cameras and microphones. Now, like- now, you look at somebody like Dave Smith. He has a webcam, and he has... Brian McKay and a network, and like I don't know if you know Brian is Brian's like his dude, his like yeah, yeah. His, his Jamie, essentially. Uh, and then I guess he has Robbie, which I don't know. I don't know how they compensate or how work that all that, but I guarantee you, 
not even a fraction of the cost of fucking something like you know the Stelter or Don Lemon's no, operation. Gas Digital pays the producer, and that's it. <laughs> so like, it's just not sustainable. You look at the economics of it; it's, they're going to get blown the fuck out after a while. And yeah, they're going to be able to keep out little people, like, like or kind of you know with like shadow banning and all their little things. Like people like us kind of hold it down. But after a while, it, it's like you know the. It, You'll just I feel like the, the, the floodgates will open after so a while. So I'll add a little pessimism to that. Uh, to the to Wait, before the- you do add pessimism, let me add optimism to you. <laughs> because I just, to Jose's point about making full-length feature films at home, I just saw an article on Twitter today that said Hollywood's laying off massive, massive people like because they can't sustain yeah. it. So that goes to Jose's point, I think. Yeah. Let me hear, hit me with the devil's advocacy, though. One thing that... Uh, I just witnessed, and I think everybody to a degree got to witness happen over the last few weeks that I think is a negative impact to the culture as a whole that will come back to bite us is this Kiwi Farm shit because they were successful in getting that fucking website deplatformed completely from the internet currently. I mean, it operates, but it's on the back end of an onion thing and it can, doesn't can really you work fill me in the... exactly with the key because i'm so, so i don't really understand it fully so like if you could quickly just an fucking internet, know. there's an internet person named keffels okay who is a menace to society uh who's uh, to the internet at least has given out uh trunshine <laughs> or um puberty blockers and different things to minors without parents consent um a lot of the importation of some of the stuff that was in like childhood, like childy packaging and shit like that, that you know, says keep away from parents, that kind of shit. Uh, and teaching people how to make um, hormones and shit at home uh, was a big part of it. That's where the Trunshine thing comes from is bathtub. Okay. Uh, but basically she went after destiny and a bunch of other content creators that she felt as though were like anti-trans. Mm-hmm. And there's this forum website called Kiwi Farms that documents individuals on the internet. A lot of people don't like them because they'll dox people a lot. It's not really doxing because it's all public information. Mm, They're just a... <laughs> well, I, I understand it is to a degree, but the, the legality of it is that that it is a free speech platform. That's the whole right. moniker yeah, of the I, place. To be, I actually don't think doxing right. should necessarily be illegal. I right. think it should just be frowned upon. Like I agree time. with you there. Yeah, and that's, everybody that's saying, frowns upon... I frowned upon the actions of a lot of things Kiwi Farms does. But I recognize it as a free speech, pap- free speech platform, a place that I have gone before, and uh, a place that... I think is a necessity on the internet because even though it's not technically doxing, obviously the why you're doing that, the intent is to hurt that person. Like obviously, otherwise you wouldn't right. be doing it. So that's, that's why it's the, fucked the, up. The obviously, life even ruination, it's, the life stuff is not a big. I'm not a big fan of life ruination kind of shit that a lot of people do do. But in the end, what ends up going on is Keffels decides she's going to wage this war against Kiwi Farm because they aggregated info on her including past statements she made on the internet. She stole money from the Communist Party of Canada um, and got involved in a <laughs> court funny. case over there. Well, no, but she's like a, she's like an out-and-out Actually, commie. is she awesome? <laughs> um, she, she's like still to this day like an out-and-out commie and shit. She just got snippy and wanted money to basically get out. Uh, you That's know, every commie we've ever seen. It's, it's a whole... Yeah, it's literally whole, every single commie always like, we hate money, but... Right. Give me all the money. So they collected all her statements on giving 
stuff to kids and going behind people's backs and anti-male shit and just put it on the put it on the forum. She got mad about it uh, and ended up going after it to the degree that she levied a campaign online, went after the ISPs, uh, their DDoS protection platforms, the people that all like actually keep the site running which previously had been known for staying clear. They originally said they were going to back the site and then they pulled them at the very end and nobody else will take them. They've gotten on two other platforms and those platforms immediately dropped them within a few days because they were bombarded with people. Um, There's probably government involvement behind closed doors of the feds from an internet level telling some of these providers not to give them service. Um, it, it's to me, it's a sign that that can be done to other websites in the future and will be done to a point where if you can't host your like building your own ISPs and stuff is almost impossible. Like, no one has that kind of money at this point. It's going to be a while till that's in a, a reality. So, in the meantime, it is literally looking like it's possible where they can just delete you literally off the internet, like from the core. Remember, um, the fake masks people. Yeah, <laughs> they had to change their website seven times. Yeah, well, this is even different out. because because those are those are the the hostings for right. the for yes. the internet. This is straight up like DDoS, like just the company to protect you from hacking attempts is saying we're not getting involved with you anymore. Right. I mean, it's it's akin to being blacklisted from the from flights. Like they're just saying you no longer have the ability to gain this service. It, it's it's truly like they're canceling you as a human being, like fuck social yeah. media. They're, oh, like, they're like you just don't exist anymore, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is I mean, super scary. My point though is, I feel like that's just like an, one anecdotal example, and I also think no, I, yeah, when you see something true, like right. that, like yeah, I'm sure anytime you hone in on one example of a negative thing, I think it's easy to go how bad it is. And don't get me wrong, it is bad. But at the same time, I also think there are probably positives. I mean, I'm not a nerd guy. I don't know all the fucking details. And, but I would assume there are probably ways that people can go about this to be, I don't know, smarter or what. I mean, I don't know even what the fucking ISP is. Please don't tell me. I don't care. Uh, but like... Internet service provider. I had to. I had to. I I even knew that was. (laughs) But my point being is, I I I wouldn't be surprised, and especially as technology grows, you know, this will be more. This is a you know we always say decentralize this, decentralize that. Uh, I mean, even even if that that is a hurdle that can't be overcome, I think you know, uh, being the kind of people we are, when you strike down one of these, a hundred more pop up. Like I I don't think it's as simple as. And and you know what the I mean the the crux of this is some some person who changed their biology uh, and let's be real to where they can't breed. Uh, so they're literally taking care of the problem for us. So uh, you know, I if we're add... talking about future, how this works out. One, <laughs> well, you also have like all the people with the abortion stuff came down. They're like, we're going to get vasectomies. We're like, okay. okay. One blossoming, <laughs> one blossoming rose from this whole story is that, uh, I believe at this point, the last time I heard Joshua Moon talk about it, who's the guy who owns Kiwi Farms, uh, he is going to be moving on to the Mastodon, like uh, the Node thing. I don't that, know. Now I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, so there's, it's like some kind of weird social media program that's a crypto based, where you can like each person can build a node and it operates as his own like social media platform. Basically, okay. But see, this is how much I don't know about like all this tech stuff. But it doesn't. Isn't that on an ISP somewhere? Like, can't that get shut so, down too? 
it's technically so it's on like a bajillion different ISPs. But it's yeah, okay. it's a little bit harder. The problem is, it's it, the so more like a you VPN do this, for ISPs essentially. Well, I mean, right. my understanding of crypto is essentially they break up the information to where like in the internet and it connects all together. It makes sense, but it's all stored on separate like, locations, decentralized out the asshole. So the idea that you could nuke that is so mm-hmm. this kind of proves my point. I know, for example, there was recently a thing with a uh, God, was it crypto? There was especially with, like the trucker things. I remember yeah. I was talking to Aaron because uh, I was doing this uh, a live reading series with him, and we were kind of talking about like an algorithm and shit. And it was kind of like you know I don't remember exactly the temp tone we we hit, but it was kind of like oh this is bad. I was like, or is it bad, or is this like a actually a bit of a cleansing mechanism to where it's like yeah you know, now the people are going to be it's kind of like with all the truckers they got their shit taken. I'm not a crypto guy, so if I mess up some term here, but I know it's kind of like the whole idea of it's like if it's not your keys or whatever, like or not your wallet, it's not your keys kind of deal. And kind so of like now, uh, the Judge Dredd's gun. You can only yeah. shoot if you're a Dredd. Yeah, judge. so I know a lot of people, they get caught up in these, and I need to get into crypto. I just haven't got around to it because I uh, tech scares me. But anyways, um, like I, I know a lot of people going forward will probably be smarter about it and probably start storing their shit on their own wallets that they have access to as opposed to these flashy things that they can they do all the, the easy shit for them. So I, I do think it's, you know, it's, I, I think it goes both ways. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess this even kind of brings back to like the LPN thing. When you create these like divides and to where like, you know, these divisions, I actually think division is a good thing in a lot of ways. Uh, I think it, it, you know, it kind of cleanses it out, like with the LPNH thing, with with these type things, where it's like it's causing you to either get on or get off type thing, like to be either go full bore or go off. I, I think it's it's a, a good mechanism. It's going to take all the fucking idiots who uh, don't. Um, and I, I would cover that, David, but it's already Pete already did it great with Aaron, so I don't really see the point of covering it again. Maybe years from now I'll do it. Uh, anyways. Uh, I think there's something to that. The, the idea of it's kind of like a cleansing mechanism. It kind of get, gets rid of the fake bullshit, brings in the good, uh, you know, or at least people are kind of like milk toast. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm all for division. I mean, we always talk about fucking secession and shit like that. Uh, I mean, I, I think, you know, cry, driving a wedge is a good thing. It kind of makes people choose which side of it they're on. So do, do I'll guys, agree with do, that. Do you guys think Eric July is, con- I know his comic books already made like 3 million sales, whatever, but is that going to hold? Can I, I'll, I'll comment on this. I, I think if Eric is smart and he puts it into infrastructure, as in building up some more good artists and bringing over some more good people and continuing on to put out more comics with more people, bringing more people in and putting out like, I feel like a Liberty space or a non woke minded or just neutral like what he's trying to do, which is more, I think, just politically neutral, is actually what I he's think going so too. for. Yeah, I think he's with something like that, yeah, he should just make a comic label and put out a bunch of comics for himself and other people, and make that model transferable to other people. And I do think it'll be successful. I don't know if it'll change the comic world, but the comic world's really small right now, anyway. It's also like, they're losing. I know DC is losing more than Marvel is. But... They're all the major mainstream comics on eighty percent of the issues are losing, and they're only making money on the stuff that is really well known. So People, the Iron, everyone's going to manga right now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what's happened. It's yeah. all... Oh right. Yeah, yeah. I because they are and yeah. and the new stuff is garbage and i can tell you like even in the comic shops locally if you go to town here in in alaska you will not find most of the most of the comics 90% of them in the store are from 
2010 or older. Yes, that's true. Even oh, even here. But Jose, what are you saying about the uh, the Magna Ma- manga? Oh, Ma- manga is yeah. you know for those who aren't aware, that's just basically Japanese comics. Yeah, it's kind of like any anime you've ever seen is almost a hundred percent probably was a manga at some point. It's kind of was the original comic book, uh, you know, fucking movies. But just now they're starting to catch on. But it's they're just. I don't know. A lot of them really are just great storytelling. I, I haven't read a ton of mangas. Uh, anyone who doesn't want to get a manga, probably the best one to start with is Berserk. Berserk yes. is fucking phenomenal. Yes. Uh, Berserk, Berserk is, is great. I can't get over shit. the fucking anime. I just, I'm so much of a fucking American comic book fanboy, like uh, the old yeah. school Spider Man. Like, I just got a spectacular Spider Man 90, shit, 90 something, 94 in today, which is the first appearance of Spot, the villain, because he's a new. He's a new villain in the upcoming Spider-Verse movie. <laughs> but, like, uh, I, I I will always go back to the old-school Spider-Man, old-school Batman shit, because, like, it's so good. Right, and so... It's Eric, ruined now. It's completely... Well, that's... Like, we're, we're, that's Batman bisexual now? Those comic books that you're talking about, though, those are the, still, to this day, the only ones that anybody reads currently yeah. in mainstream DC Marvel. So it's the only thing that makes money. Every new thing they come out with or... Trash new series they come out with is just getting i mean compare it to even just 10 15 20 years ago in comics it's just abysmal um it's magic magic and magic the gathering is something i'm really into because it's something i played a lot of and 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 know more about because i used to like go to tournaments and all that shit and uh you know they have kept a good deal of their fan base for the reason that they didn't get involved in this shit and recently in the last few years, they've been going the woker direction and starting to, to, to advertise that shit, and the fan base has collapsed. People well, just good. don't give a fuck anymore. I've seen card collections on Craigslist left and right and Facebook. People are just done. The uh, the, the the haters of Eric July will say that it, it we're only buying that stuff or consuming it because it's anti-woke. And that's why I was asking the questions like, well, how does that not how does we keep pushing that? And then I think of like, well, image and shit started purely as a hatred out of Marvel. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll agree with, left I'll... Marvel because he was like, wait, you, you can't just take fucking carnage and venom and fucking spawn for me. And then they're like, well, he's like, well, we can't. <laughs> he's like, well, fuck this. Top, so. lobster, top lobster in the chat. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse was an amazing movie, but it yeah. also wasn't really Marvel or DC or anything. It was Sony. Sony. Yeah, right, I, right. I want to touch on real quick. I do yeah. think when it comes to comics and stuff, a lot of times people are retarded because, and this is a charged conversation one way or the other. I think a lot of people don't read the comics and don't understand the dynamics. Like you brought up what, like a bisexual Batman. I'm sure probably there is. A lot of people don't realize yeah. like how it works a lot of time in the comics is there are both DC and Marvel have, have a multiple universe type scheme. Correct. So there are always, you know, Earth 2 or Earth 3 yep. or, you know, 52 uh, of them yeah. in DC. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, for 52 for DC, yeah. and then Marvel has what is it? 616 is the, the main one. That's the Marvel. main one. There's like an over, there's like yeah, an infinite so, one in Marvel. So there's yeah. there's gonna be a story, and you know, I actually kind of like that. I always thought it was a cool feature. So you can get your bisexual Batman, and then they don't have to worry about fucking with their canon too much. And then when people are like, this is fucking trash, it doesn't fuck with their shit as much. Right. So if you want to like pay attention to the main shit, I haven't been really paying attention to the main shit. So I'm not been stuff literally. in a while, yeah. But my point is it does get a little bit overcharged. Uh, case in point, I think a lot of people are actually being overly, you know, fucking critical of She-Hulk. But I think it's because, listen, hear me out. I think it's because <laughs> no one had an idea what the fuck She-Hulk was 
if you read the comics, and I actually I don't think I've ever I maybe I've read like one or two of her comics, but I've seen her feature in other comics. I wasn't surprised. It was kind of like, oh, I mean, that's kind of what I expected. What so, we got, like, so I, know, I think the, the argument against why that's woke trash is because they're making her way more powerful than like the Hulk almost. Yeah. And again, well, they're replacing. They're replacing. The way I see it, I don't have really an issue with the character much. Like I, I, I don't like. I've watched the first uh, two episodes, and I saw the, like the way they're going with the character, the personality and stuff. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I mean, I don't this, like it, but I never liked your character in the comics. Well, no, either, so. but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying comparing <laughs> it to the comic yeah. books. I don't care. Like I can see that fine. The she was she always just like she was always just she was always just there in the comics. Right. She was never like a fucking integral part of anything. She was like, I'm Hulk's cousin. It's like. Cool. Are you? I'm like also now it's powerful. Okay, but the <laughs> dynamic, the, the the power dynamic, I do see as being kind of the way that Marvel has shifted things. Uh, the director a while back said like his goal was to make the majority of the MCU's base women or quote unquote feminine characters, and I think he's kind of that's still the mission they're going on now. To J- Jose's point. He's 100% right. Like the multiple universe thing, like the way they do that is great. Uh, And that does, I think, give them a lot of leeway to do things. I would say that back in the day when the older comic books were coming out, a lot of times DC and Marvel would purposely run two versions or two different timelines or, or time periods of a hero at the same time so that people had the option to kind of pick and choose. But at this point, I feel like Old fans or older fans' only option is to just go back to back issues, which is what everybody's kind of been doing. They just go to the older stuff. Older fans because there the isn't that, for old ladies. <laughs> right. There isn't there isn't that cohesion in the market where they're running both kind of genres at once. It's just very this is kind of how all the writing is. And I think it has to do with because all the writers are coming out of colleges. I, I, would, them that. I would say I actually, as a comic book fan, I, that's actually how I've always done it since I started reading comics. I mean, I know a lot of people like to follow the current issues. I've never been that guy. And I think you're actually probably better off to not be that guy. You're probably better off to go look online like, hey, what are the great all-time stories? And just go there because the like, Marvel Collection kind of- series was great because it has a bunch of different like they'll take nine issues of an old Spider-Man comic and put it in the same book. So it's real cheap and you can just read through them all. It's great. Yeah. Like, I mean, you guys see all the books behind me. A bunch of those are comics, but most of those are the classics. I don't really have, it's not like I have like, oh, this is Spider-Man 674 and 675 and 676. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people like to do that and cool. That's your thing. Personally, I found a lot more enjoyment of just finding the great books like The Watchmen, The V for Vendetta, uh, great. fucking, um, I don't know, Swamp Thing. Al, or Alan Moore's Alan, Alan Swamp, Swamp thing. thing is really good. Yeah, yeah. like, like you just go read Alan that Moore. shit. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I totally agree. For that blown up on canvas. And you, you'll you never run out. There's so much good shit so out much. there. So, like, the, the idea you need to follow the, the new shit is kind of silly. Like, I mean, every now and then there's some new shit that comes out that's decent. But I, I guess I just... Like, and with the Marvel thing, yeah, if they really do completely go full bore into this, I'm like, eh. But I actually don't necessarily have a problem with, like, the She-Hulks or whatever. I mean, it's not for me, but actually what I, that's kind of one of the things <clears throat> the feature I always liked about comics. They had so many different characters and yeah. then also the multiple universe and stuff. So you can always find something you like that's for you 
if you're some basic bitch who for some reason wants to read comics and wants some empowering female character, there you go. Fucking She-Hulk, whatever. I mean, you're me and you probably but aren't there's gonna get better along with that much, female but... cat as a thing, too. I feel like they're just pushing stuff to yeah. push. There's really strong female characters in comics. We all know that. And where are they? Where's the yeah. Jean Grays? Where's the fucking rogues? Where's so all, this is, where's the well, they're waiting to get the X-Men in there, but I feel like <laughs> but, I feel like um Okay, I just mentioned for X-Men characters, right? <laughs> I feel like with the female characters in Marvel, all of the female characters so far, in Marvel specifically, have been written in such a way that they're independent characters to the point where the male characters that are on screen feel like they have nothing to do. Like there's almost no reason for them to be there. Now, I think they did a great job with that, uh, working against that with Infinity War, where everybody kind of is cohesive, I think, in that movie really well. But then by the end game... That like, one scene. Right. <laughs> and then I, by I, in I, end game, I feel like that kind of fell apart in a lot of the scenes for me. Because it was the opposite. Yeah, yeah and, and that last, like, when, and when, that was when I want, when like, I want the gauntlet, confrontation. Like, we'll take it from here. Right. <laughs> like, I okay. want to <laughs> see a confrontation between the biggest, baddest of the Avengers working together, right? And instead what we got was, like, people who have no powers that are female characters being on screen longer than some of the most written about individuals in the Marvel world. And it's like, I don't know, like, who wrote this? And then you find out, well, it's like every one of these projects, it goes right back to that culture thing because the writers of the comics back in the heyday when we liked comics or when we really, you know, read them or when we go back and find those classics are all from writers who went through tribulations, went through hardships or, you know, lived through them to at least see them, you know, from the artists to the, to the, to the writers of the content for even the, the early film adaptations. And then that falls apart now. It's like these are all 30, 40-year-old writers who are really kind of disconnected from the comic books because they just picked them up maybe when they were younger and those comics were already kind of on the downhill spectrum as far as writing goes. And To, to move off the comic thing, though, did you guys see yeah. the James Bond thing too? Like, what? he ain't going to be a straight white guy anymore. And it was like, okay, well, that's not really the character. <laughs> and I, yeah, I mean, but I also I, don't really care about James Bond, so, to be fair. So it's like, but James like, Bond that's is a like movie always series trying to... is played out. Daniel no, Craig is. got... Daniel Craig went from Casino Royale. I think Daniel Craig was perfect. That was great. And then everything else from then on was just... It, it's, it's more and more like this movie went from about being a sovinistic guy for, uh, for guys to watch us about a spy... Two, we're gonna get all the girls to watch this, and it's about Daniel Craig having his shirt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, you know what? As a gay man, I don't. I didn't mind. It. <laughs> I, I really want I, back to the Marvel thing. I want to push yeah. back. I actually, I think Captain Marvel was the turning point. Honestly, oh, like I think all the female characters, the newspaper stuff, scene. Well, no, listen, I think prior to Captain Marvel, I actually liked, I can't think of off the top of my head, maybe I'm some slipping, I really can't think of any characters, uh, like, female-wise, that I thought were necessarily right. written badly. I maybe agree with you, I agree examples. with you 100%. Post that, that's when we started going shit. But yeah, a lot of people don't realize Captain Marvel, I feel like that was kind of like a signal, because in the comics, before they introduced her, like, probably for almost a decade before they introduced her into the movies, she was kind of this character that kind of got shoehorned, they tried to make her kind of almost like a borderline superman character no one gave a fuck Civil about war her too yeah and they yeah. still tried to sh still shoehorn her in it and like like i i just felt like it was unearned 
they just try to throw her in there and be like, hoorah, she's the most powerful and she's awesome. And it's kind of like, eh. Whereas the other female characters probably that were written really well. I thought Gamora was written well. I thought fucking, uh-huh. uh, uh, fucking Black, Black Widow Black was Widow. written well. Really, there's only two females I can think of off the top of my head. Hold on. <laughs> Which is probably how it should be in a, in a, super, in a, male, in a superhero thing. Let's be real. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I'm not necessarily, like, my point being, though, is I guess I'm not necessarily against, like, the fucking shitty she-hulk shows and stuff if that's not for you it's not for you but it should be a wide range but now if they're just trying to shoot like just be that then no like that's fucking oh yeah scarlet one, witch good point david scarlet uh, witch yeah, yeah scarlet witch is awesome i actually think even i guess she kind of still latins kind of was awesome after i actually really really liked her fucking uh it was the one with vision and stuff that was actually i thought it was like wandavision yeah wandavision i thought that was great honestly yeah but but yeah. again because they, they they wrote her well they're like oh yeah. she well, they finally made her kind of bad which she always mm-hmm. was really so yeah. but uh that's that's what i'm saying there's strong characters out there and it's the same thing with all the star wars movies like you guys hate the new star wars because your massage is like Leia? yes we love princess leia what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we are but it's irrelevant to what how my feelings about this movie <laughs> like, you know it's like we, we do love strong female characters princess leia was a strong female character no one ever was like princess leia like no one ever said that it's Gay. because you try to yeah, and the later Ray. ones yeah no, no no i'm talking about the original <laughs> the, the original three but then like you get the ray in there and, and it's like this whole fucking thing of like you know oh i'm, a, I'm like i'm powerful as luke skywalker it's like for why <laughs> it's like all that shit anyway but not to make this whole fucking uh a nerd segment but we gotta wrap it up an hour and a half in uh guys yeah. plugs uh layton uh follow me at liberty layton on twitter because i'm not banned unlike adam and then you can uh check me out uh i'll be doing a show tonight shortly after this one ends on my channel outlawed thoughts we're gonna be talking about uh joe vogler and talking possibly with hector about uh Migrants coming across in planes. <laughs> Racist. Bring on the Hispanic <laughs> yeah. guy. <laughs> yep. Jose? Right. Uh, yeah, I'm Jose Galison. I have the No Way Jose podcast. I'm on YouTube, all the major audio podcasters, and Odyssey as well. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at SeniorJose2020. You can follow me on Facebook if you want under Jose Galison in case I get nuked. I've been nuked multiple times. Uh, I just had Dave Smith on again recently, so if you guys want to check that out, uh, won't come on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps coming on mine, I don't know, but <laughs> but I do uh, highly recommend everybody go check out your series with the uh, the about the Oklahoma City thing. That was oh awesome. my god, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. Uh, cool. yeah, yeah. I think I've done like over ten hours on it now. It's still it's still every episode so fucking I find to be riveting, honestly. But it's I highly suggest people go check it out. I I honestly think it is the definitive OKC podcast series. Uh, out there I, I i don't think i've seen anyone done it better i know a lot of people point like to point to corbett and shit like that uh, i mean yeah he's done like episodes here and there but i, I really think and no, it's, no, great. I really like it. it's great yeah it's it's no i'm not even trying to like you know suck my own dick it's actually if anything i'm trying to suck richard boo's dick like he's a, he's the fucking dude uh, he, he's my guest for that he's the uh he's the libertarian institute's like okc guy if you go to libertarian institute was it org or dot com i think it's dot org, org org fucking whatever uh so yeah if you go to, if you go to there and hit there go to their okc that's all him that's all he put set that all up he's like basically the scott horton of okc he's just like autism incarnate of okc that's what he is and it's fucking it's it's been great uh, i cannot i cannot you know recommend him enough so but yeah i appreciate you having me on this was fun yeah, no, it's always fun. Thank you, boys, for coming on. As always, as guys, uh, again, go follow me on all the social media stuff. Uh, go check out The Cult of Us. I do with the great Neil Wood. That's his comedy for you guys who are over politics. <laughs> go listen to The Cult of Us. Uh, and, yeah, that is it, boys. Thank you for coming on. This has been fun, as always. I'll catch you next week. Peace.
Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.